Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the continued cyber tension between the Russian government and the United States. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. Facebook is notifying nearly 50,000 users that they may have been targets of hacking by surveillance companies that are believed to be working with private parties or governments. Facebook officials are calling these groups cyber mercenaries who engage in surveillance for hire. In response, Facebook is taking enforcement actions against seven surveillance companies in four countries, removing about 1,500 fake accounts, blocking malicious web addresses, and sending cease and desist letters to companies. These cyber mercenaries were using Facebook and Instagram to research and groom potential targets to infect with spyware. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, has found that surveillance companies regularly target politicians, human rights workers, journalists, and family members of opposition figures, with few legal controls or other forms of accountability available. Background report provider MyLife and its CEO will pay $21 million to settle Department of Justice and Federal Trade Commission allegations that the company deceived users with teaser background reports and difficult-to-cancel subscription programs. The FTC protects consumers from unfair and deceptive practices. Here, the FTC and the DOJ have asserted that MyLife was deceptive. According to the DOJ complaint, MyLife.com and its CEO claim that the company's background reports on particular individuals may contain arrest, criminal, and sexual offender records, even if those reports did not include such information. In efforts to trick people into signing up for our auto-renewing premium subscription. Our third story is a follow-up to last week's episode. According to Reuters, major tech companies are still struggling to deal with the issues created by the Log4j vulnerability. According to the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Cisco Systems, IBM, VMware, and Splunk were among the companies with multiple pieces of flawed software being used by customers without available patches for the Log4j vulnerability. So while the Apache Software Foundation fixed the issue, the programs and companies that use the free software have to prepare and distribute their own patches. As a result, there are a lot of vendors that don't have patches for this vulnerability. Our last story comes from the Washington Post. The Senate passed a $768 billion defense bill. The bill includes a number of cybersecurity provisions, but one of the most important line items is the broadened authority for the National Guard to provide cyber assistance to state and local governments and other critical infrastructures. We talked on multiple occasions regarding how state and local governments sometimes lack the resources to combat and respond to cyber attacks. The National Guard can serve as a great stopgap. 
we've seen the National Guard used in the past to assist local governments in protecting our election infrastructure. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. Facebook paid out a bug bounty to a teenage researcher who found a vulnerability that would allow bad actors to uncover the identity of a Facebook pages administrator. Businesses often create Facebook pages as a way to advertise their business, but the Facebook account that has administrative rights over the page remains private. This vulnerability would allow bad actors to identify the page administrator. Our second piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from Cyware. An app containing the Joker malware was recently removed from the Google Play Store. The app Color Message registers unsuspecting users to premium text message charges. What's even more frightening about this app is that most people don't realize this until they receive a phone bill with tons of charges. While the Google Play Store has security measures in place to stop these malicious apps from being uploaded to the store, Cyber criminals are finding ways to get past these safeguards. That's why it's extremely important to keep an eye out for suspicious activities with apps and only download apps from reputable places. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. We talked multiple times about the U.S. taking a harder stance against the Russian government regarding ransomware attacks. However, after multiple discussions and in-person meetings, there has been no reduction in the overall pace of ransomware attacks from Russia, according to several U.S. officials. While there has not been an overall reduction, there has been a decrease in large-scale critical infrastructure ransomware attacks, such as the Colonial Pipeline attack this summer. In the meantime, the U.S. has attempted to become better prepared to address ransomware. Examples include recent success by the Justice Department being able to recover over $8 million of ransomware payments and the Defense Department's acknowledgement that the U.S. military has taken action against ransomware groups. Even with this, the U.S. is still reluctant to aggressively retaliate against the Russian government because of fears of escalation and because of its efforts to convince other countries to show restraint in the cyberspace. This is an evolving situation that we will continue to follow. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Some Beef is Everlasting Award. For my hip-hop fans, you recognize this as a lyric from Nas's devastating diss track, Ether. Ether was a response to Jay-Z's record takeover. In the song, Nas is discussing how his conflict with Jay-Z was everlasting and would have long-term consequences for both MCs. Ether is likely the second best diss track of all time, behind Jay-Z's takeover. This week's award goes to the Russian-U.S. cyber dynamic. This cyber tension can have serious consequences for both countries. Despite its current posture, there is still hope that a resolution can be reached in the same way that Hove and Nazir were able to find common ground. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. 
You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.